1: Good morning, the time is 9.30 and you are listening to NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Ilirangi o Nga o Manawatu, on 999am. This is Catholic Radio and today is the third Sunday of Advent. Over the next half hour we will be participating in a radio liturgy, during which we will pray together, listen to and reflect on the Bible readings for the day, and hear some news from around the parishes. I'm Emma, and although we are now allowed back at the studio to record, I am recording this from home once again, as Kevin, my reader, was unavailable to record live today, so he's sent through his pre-recorded readings, and I've also got another reflection from Norma Woodcock to share with you all after the Gospel. The traditional name for today, the third Sunday of Advent, is Gaudete Sunday, which comes from the Latin verb to rejoice. And if you attend Mass today, you will notice uh, that the third candle to be lit is the rose-colored candle, and sometimes the presider will wear rose-colored vestments, and this is meant to signal a gentler spirit in the celebration, harking back to a time when Advent was considered more penitential than it is now. And we notice a definite theme in the readings for today, uh, as we hear St. Paul Um, as he tells his beloved community at Philippi to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And these are timely words coming as they do in mid-December when we can be caught up in a frantic whirlwind of activities. If we're not engaged in end-of-year celebrations, we're busy preparing for Christmas and the summer holiday season. So today we're offered a circuit breaker, an opportunity to be bathed in the joy that only God can bestow upon us. Our opening song for today is O Emmanuel by Michael Mangan.
2: Celebrate your birth. For the sign to rejoice
1: Let us begin our liturgy with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's letter from Paul to the Philippians, we hear that the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds in Jesus. With prayer and petition, let us now acknowledge the times we have sinned. Lord Jesus, you are the one in whom we rejoice. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you baptize us with the Holy Spirit. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you renew in us your love. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who see how your people faithfully await the Feast of the Lord's Nativity, enable us, we pray, to attain the joys of so great a salvation and to celebrate them always with solemn worship and glad rejoicing. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. We now listen to God's word.
0: A reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah Sing aloud, O daughter Zion, shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives you victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. The Lord your God will exult over you with loud singing, as on a day of festival. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Our responsorial psalm today is from Isaiah chapter 12 sung by Francisca La Rosa.
3: Cry out with joy and gladness For among you is The Great and Holy One of Israel
0: Second reading is from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything let your requests be known to God by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The Word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. The crowds who were gathering to be baptised by John asked him, What should we do? In reply John said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptised, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? John said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, And we? What should we do? John said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation, and be satisfied with your wages. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptise you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations John proclaimed the good news to the people. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you Lord Jesus Christ.
4: Hello everyone, Norma Woodcock speaking to you from Perth in Western Australia. I'd like to speak into the third Sunday of Advent, Year C, and the theme, He is near. This is known as Godet Sunday. The word Godet means rejoice, and all three readings point to joy for the Lord is near. In the Gospel, Luke 3, 10 to 18, John the Baptist tells the people what they must do to prepare for the Lord's coming. John answered in essence whatever your duties of state demand do it to the best of your ability I'd like to read from Walter Berghardt's book Sir, We Would Like to See Jesus he said you must be men and women of the present you must live this moment really live it not just endure it Because this very moment, for all its imperfection and frustration, is pregnant with all sorts of possibilities, is pregnant with the future, is pregnant with love, is pregnant with Christ. I have to share out of, again, my story, and I hope it is helping people, but, you know, I was so focused on my work. I was so focused on where I was going with my work. I was so focused on all the things that I felt God was calling me to do that I actually was forgetting one of the most important things in my life and that was to actually love my, my husband, my spouse. It was almost like I pushed him into the background and, you know, I, I, my heart is taking me here so I need to go here, that ambition, particularly in the spiritual context can be disastrous. I think there was something in my brokenness that wanted enormous success, that wanted to produce the the, the products of the CDs I was producing and um, going into the digital format with them all and writing my book and um, I was lecturing at Notre Dame and I was so excited, so excited about myself, myself, myself. And my husband said to me one day, I feel like you've forgotten me. And I was mortified because I knew that what God was saying to me through that was, he was more, God was more important, was more important to God. God was more concerned, more interested in how I treated my husband than all the work I was producing. And can I say The lesson I learned that as I tried living more in the moment, considering him and his needs, as well as doing my work, but not making my work a priority, success did come to my work. And so wherever you are in your journey, what is it that you are finding hard to focus on in the moment? What is it that you're finding it hard to accept in the moment? Whatever it is, the message today is just do your very best in whatever situation you are in. Whether it's difficult children, difficult spouse, difficult situations at church, difficult situations at work, God will see you through it to the end of the journey of whatever that is. But all you have to do is you do your best, do your duties, Walter Berghardt says. Do your duties to the very best of your ability in the moment. And John the Baptist, way, way back, said to all those people who asked him, how do we prepare? Whatever you have to do, do it well to the best of your ability. So perhaps this message is helping you to prepare for this great and wonderful event of the coming of Christ, yes, at Christmas, but the coming of Christ more deeply into your life more deeply into your personality, transforming it and making it brand new because in Christ, new creation, all things have gone, new things have come, scripture tells us. May it be a week of you actually coming down into the moment and not focusing on the future or the past and living it to the best of your ability as a sign to Christ that you want more of him in your life this Christmas. Bless you. Thank you for listening. Look forward to seeing you and speaking with you again next week.
1: Paul tells us to practice gratitude and have no anxiety as we make our requests known to God. Trusting that God hears us, we now bring our prayers and petitions before him.
0: The response to our prayers, Lord, hear our prayer. That the church may continue to be a source of joy for all peoples. Lord, hear us. that local and world leaders may practice gratitude and compassion in their actions and decisions Lord hear us and that all people who find this season particularly joyless may find consolation in Emmanuel God with us Lord that all gathered throughout the country and listening here today may discern how to best use their gifts to bring about the kingdom of God. Lord hear us.
1: God who knows us intimately, listen to our prayers. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. We now have The Lord's Prayer, Te Karakia o Te Atua, sung by Daniel and Ashley.
5: E tō mātō mātua i kia tā puto ingoa, kia tai mai tō rangatirātanga. Kia mea teatau e pai ai ki runga ki te whenua Kia ari te ano ki to terangi Honai kia ai anei E taro do mo te nee ramu a o matau me magto. Oki terang ati te ratakan te
1: The time is 10 minutes to 10 and you are listening to Catholic Radio on NPR Te Irirangi on a o Manawatū, Manawatū People's Radio, 999am. And now it is time for the notices. We have now entered the COVID-19 traffic-like system, which impacts on our coming together as a parish. For vaccinated congregations in Stage Orange, which we are currently in, there is no limit of people. For unvaccinated congregations in Stage Orange, there is a limit of 50 people. There are different masses around the city for vaccinated and unvaccinated people. All the details for these will be in your parish newsletter, or you can contact your parish office for more information. And if you are vaccinated but need help with your vaccine pass, you can visit the Cathedral office uh, Monday to Thursday, 9am to 1pm, and ask Claire at reception to help you get your vaccine pass from the Ministry of Health website. She will be more than happy to do that if you're having trouble. Citywide Reconciliation for Christmas, Rite 2, is at the Cathedral on the 15th of December, that's this coming Wednesday, at 7pm. The St Vinnie Shop on Rangatiki Street um, urgently need children's toys, and is also requesting donations of bikes for a refugee family. So if you have some children's bikes for boys and for girls that you no longer need, uh, please contact St. Vinny's shop, and they can organise to collect it from you. And that concludes Catholic Radio for this week, but we'll be back next week at the same time, uh, 9.30am, for our liturgy, here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. 999am. Thank you to all our listeners uh, and a special thank you to Kevin for sending in his recordings. He did a fantastic job. And we conclude this morning's liturgy with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our closing song today is Christ Be Our Light, sung by Chris Brunel. Mm-hmm.
6: for light, we wait in darkness, longing for truth, we turn to you, make us your own, your holy people, light for the world to see, Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the dark, Christ be our light, shine in your church, gathered today. Longing for peace, our world is troubled. Longing for hope, many despair. Your word alone has power to save us, make us your living. Christ, we are light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ, we are light, shine in your church, gathered today. Longing for food, many are hungry, longing for water still thirst. Make us your bread broken for others, shed until all are fed. Christ, we are light. Shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ, we are light. Shine in your church.